0: We all have had situations where we have to remember things. Uh, it, it is an everyday situation that someone tells you something, whether it's bring home a bag of milk or whether it's something else, and we try to commit it to memory. And it has sometimes good effects, sometimes not a good effect. So we all have our new, or our, not our new, but we all have our ways of trying to remember things. Some of us repeat it a bunch of times. If we say over, say it over and over in our heads or even out loud, that will make it stick, we think. And so that's our, that's our trick. Uh, some of us, I was told once upon a time that if you could turn the information into a song or put it to music, that that would help you. Which is probably true, and it has worked in the past. Unless it's a lot of information, then it becomes really tricky. You get a very long song, and then you forget a few verses. I was always told when I was in school, when I was learning how to study, that the answer was write it down. If you, if you write down what you're studying, you will remember it. It will burn it into your brain if you write it out. But there may be a way that is better than all of those things. A new University of Waterloo study says drawing your information helps you remember it more than any other method. Jeff Womason, I hope I pronounced his last name correctly, is a PhD candidate in psychology at the University of Waterloo who's headed this up. He joins me now. Thanks for doing this tonight.
1: Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, when I first heard this, my initial reaction, i got to be honest, was drawing. Like that's, that, that seems like, especially for those of us who are not artistically inclined, that's kind of elementary school stuff to remember, but it seems as though the study would show this really works.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, um, even in one of our experiments, we gave people only four seconds to draw what they were supposed to remember. So you can imagine yourself trying to draw something in about four seconds, you're not (laughs) going to be able to get much down on paper, right? But uh, yeah, even in that experiment, drawing was still uh, leading to better memory than any of our other conditions.
0: Jeff, what if I am a truly abysmal artist, so that when I draw something, it looks nothing like the object or the thing that I am supposedly drawing? Does that have any impact?
1: Um, we're not quite sure. We haven't looked into that in that much detail yet, but I will tell you that um even in our first experiment out of about twenty twenty eight people in the first one, twenty six of them showed a benefit from drawing. So I'd imagine that not all of those people are uh, super talented artists, so it looks as though it seems to work for just about
0: anybody. <laughs> Although it would suggest that Leonardo da Vinci might have had a tremendous memory. Who knows? Um, yeah. Is, is this simply, before we get to the actual nuts and bolts of this and the psychology of this, sure. is this simply a visual thing? Leave aside the drawing for a second. We've always heard over the years that a picture is worth a thousand words. If sure. I study a picture rather than a written-out explanation of something without me doing the drawing will that have an impact
1: well certainly there's tons of research to show that uh, pictures will lead to better memory than just words um so that was actually one of the first things we turned our attention to when we were trying to sort of rule out alternate explanations for what we found um and it turns out that whether we show you a picture and you sort of passively view it or if you draw a picture um both of those will lead to better memory than writing, but drawing still blows just viewing a picture right out of the water it seems.
0: So it's the act. You're doing something with your brain when you're actually doing the act of drawing something.
1: That's right. I think we're I think it's forcing you to kind of think about what that thing is. Instead of just rote repetition, you have to actually look at the words. So if it's cat, you have to think about the cat. What does the cat look like? What situations might they be in? What kind of ears do they have? Um. So it really forces you to think about those things at a deep level. Um, and then you have to sort of translate that into an action to put the information on paper, and then you're left with a picture. So in addition to just viewing a picture, you're getting all these great extra um, memory techniques that will help you better later remember. So I really think it's a combination of all of those things that's uh, helping you out.
0: Do we know, uh, I mean, certainly people who are creative, what's, what's so creative? Is the creative the right side of the brain? Um, I can't remember but, which side of the brain is the creative. I'm wondering if it stimulates when you have to draw it, if it stimulates a different part of the brain than you would normally use when you're trying to remember something.
1: Yeah, I mean, some things are more driven by one side of the brain or the other, but in general, most things are kind of bilateral, so they use both sides. But we certainly think it's using kind of the visual areas, um, and it's bringing those online ways you normally might. I mean, if you, if you think about trying to remember a list of words, it could be a pretty boring task. That sort of just... Uh, you can kind of just stop paying attention to the meaning of the word. So we think we're really forcing people to attend to the meaning and think about these things
0: deeply. Okay, so to get to the conclusions that you have, explain how you did the test. Explain what the, the study was and how you came to this conclusion.
1: Sure. Um, so there's lots of great stuff um, in previous literature showing just in like educational settings that people can use diagrams that are incorporated into textbooks and things like that to to benefit their learning. So... I wanted to take those principles and take it down to a very basic level, just so we can kind of try and understand what's happening here. Um, So we just gave people lists of about thirty words, and we had them. uh, We selected a random half of that list and had them draw half, and then for the other half, they just had to write it out. And that was kind of our first experiment, so really basic, and and we showed that drawing leads to about um, twice as much. Uh, memory as written words. So twice, wow. Memory twice as many words in that case. Uh,
0: that, I mean, that's, it, it would be one thing to say it's 10% better, but if it's doubling it, uh, th- I mean, that's a huge difference.
1: Yeah, massive. So we, like, I mean, this was just kind of a fun project that we thought, uh, it started as a side project that we just did out of interest, right? Um, but then we saw that and we're like, okay, this is something that we really need to follow up on. Um, it's important to understand what's happening here. So, um that, that paper um, that just came out, there's six more experiments that we did after that, just basically seeing uh, how does drawing hold up to all these other techniques that people are told to use, and it turns out it beats them all. We just kind of did the same uh, sort of setup, except rather than written words, we would sub in words where people had to list out characteristics of the item or view a picture of the item, for instance, and in, in every case, drawing was better than the other techniques
0: does it also work for more complex thought processes, more complex things to remember or just for simple things? Like if I, if I want to remember Apple drawing it, okay, I I understand what you're saying, but if I'm trying to do something more complicated or a longer instruction to myself, would it also still work if I could figure out a way to draw it?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's not super applicable to people's lives, just through a number of lists of words too frequently. So yeah, we're, we're kind of trying to stretch this into something that people can use in their everyday life. So, we actually have a set of experiments that we just finished running, um, where we just took a bunch of definitions out of university textbooks. And we basically had people do the same thing um, with the list of definitions. So you can see how we're trying to move into something that's more applicable to people's lives. Um, and we did find a benefit for drawing in that case, too. Uh, that study hasn't been published yet, but we just finished running it. So that's some interesting new stuff we're doing.
0: And, and this is very new, so I don't know if, if uh, what I'm going to ask you it has actually been able to be tested yet. But there are times when if we do something new, if we do something that is different from our normal routine... We activate our brains. We make our brains work in a different way so we're more attentive to it. If you take a different route to drive or something, you're going to be more atten- pay more attention than those days you drive home and you get there and you go, I don't remember 10 minutes of that trip. I sort of just blacked out. So yeah, is this something that you expect will last long term or is this only, okay, I'm doing this new thing. I'm drawing it now. So this is new and my brain is really active now but if i try to apply the drawing thing for a year or two it's just going to become old hat and my brain is going to go back to its old ways of being lazy and falling on habits
1: yeah it's hard to say i mean you should come to the lab meetings and these ideas because they're all good things that you should <laughs> <things>. and, uh, <laughs> yeah so we we have followed up uh with people two days later and we showed that uh memory is still like the benefits still there a few days later but with respect to you uh, wondering whether if you just do this over and over and over again, will it still work? Um, We're not, we're not too sure on that. I mean, part of it must be driven by that. It's something that's kind of atypical for people to do. Right. So um, one thing we're thinking about running is um, just having people come in and just draw pictures for 25 minutes or so, just to kind of tire them out of that. And then we give them a list of drawn items.
0: Okay. All right.
1: In that case, we'd be able to test whether it's just because it's something unique for them to do or whether it's actually just a strategy that's helping them.
0: This is obviously then a self-memory tool. There's nothing to suggest that if I were to draw a picture, if I'm leaving a note for my wife at home and I'm out, if I were to leave a hand-drawn picture for her, that benefits her in no way to remember it. It's only for myself that the drawing would help. Well, the picture
1: might help her more than just writing the word. Not not if you saw how I draw. Pardon me?
0: Not if you saw how I draw. She'd just be very confused.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just draw some stick figures and see how that goes. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, we think it is something to do with activating those like extra connections with sort of deeper meaning areas or imagery areas in your own brain. So I, I don't think those things would probably help somebody else, but definitely the picture would help.
0: Has, ever, has this ever been raised before? I mean, have you guys stumbled into something that is really unique here, or has someone explored this before, and it's just sort of either not been well-publicized or fallen by the wayside?
1: Yeah, so there's, there's definitely some old studies. I mean, as I said, there's some people that have uh, looked at sort of the educational side of things. So they'll, for instance, give people like, um, give uh, sixth grade students learning notebooks and have them... Assemble diagrams from little cutouts that they're given um, to try and better learn scientific processes and stuff. And there's actually um, a paper from 1973 that did something very similar to our experiment. Once um, you'll have to take my word on it. We had no idea it was going on before we started running the studies on that. It turns out nothing new under the sun, I guess. So they had done that, but then we kind of took it those six or seven steps farther just to try and understand it a bit more.
0: I mean, ideally, is this something that I, I would think that if you were to try this in a school setting or, or somewhere like that, it would be really fascinating. And now there's probably not going to be too many parents that want their kids to be on the side that doesn't remember things or falls behind. So it's a little it's tricky, probably. but, but it, would that be kind of the ideal place to really put this to the test is for a bunch of kids with a test that they have to study for or something like that to see w- where they would fall and whether there would be a marked difference between the two sides?
1: Yeah, so that's that's definitely one angle, and we've tried that with the definitions, but certainly there are people that have incorporated not the same technique, but similar things like creating your own visual representations. But, yeah, I mean, if we can help kids learn uh, topics in school better, then that, that's a great avenue for this research. One interesting other avenue that um, Melissa Mead, who is a, another student in the lab who is a collaborator on this project with me, um, she's actually looking at whether it works for older adults, seniors, people that are um, starting to lose their memory a little bit, just to see whether it's something that might help them even more hmm. than, um, than uh, our typical undergrads.
0: It's a great idea. You know, for people listening, uh, it's, it's something, it's probably an experiment you could actually do at home. Uh, to test it out on yourself and see if writing something and drawing something, if it actually makes a difference, it's uh, it's fascinating research, and, and I'm certainly going to try it. I mean, it, my memory couldn't be worse, so I may as well give it a go and see if I can somehow uh, make it work a little bit better. Um, Jeff Wallace, from the uh, PhD student from the University of Waterloo, thanks so much for doing this. It's really interesting. Thanks for taking the time.
1: Okay, oh, thanks for having me.